welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. I think Sebastian was able to be in time. I wasn't here for the full time of the first service. But um, your delivery in the second service was good. You, 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 you were concise and you spent the time. You were within time for announcement. Now, you have realized that our schedule, our service times have changed. You realize I'm being more prompt. So today we close what time? 8.22 in the first service. In the second service I close 11.01 just one minute late. Usually I would have closed 11.45 and then be giving excuses. See, when you fail, you can find an excuse. But when you determine to do something, you can take out the excuses and you get it. We have to always improve ourselves. No matter how good we think we are. Because there's a better version of us we are here to discover. Now, after this training, as I said, you will see that announcement in the house of God is a ministry. It's not a hobby. It's not because you can speak good English. That is why we are saying be an announcer. Are you here? So we look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 8. So we are going to play with very softer softer versions. Very softer versions. Very softer versions. So, if the trumpet call can't be distinguished, will anyone show up for the battle? Another softer version. Do we have TLB? You have to download that one too. And if the war bugger gives an uncertain or indistinct indistinct call who will prepare for battle NLT and if the buckler doesn't sound a clear call if the buckler if the buckler if the announcer doesn't give a clear announcement how will the soldiers know they are being called to battle how will people in the church be informed about the events going on in the church? If your announcement is not clear. Give me another version. EESV. Okay, GNT. And if the one who plays the buckle does not sound a clear call. So, you see that the responsibility for people to gather for battle and win for battle and advance in battle lies 
on the person giving the sound. So if you come up to give us an announcement and at the end of the day, I didn't hear a clear announcement, I am confused with the announcement. Example, we were doing online prayers. We were doing online prayers. And Monday to Friday, we are doing online prayers from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Then in your announcement, you tell us Tuesday service is at 6.30 p.m. Friday service is at Miracle Hour is at 6.30 p.m. Who will be here on Tuesday and Friday? at 6.30 p.m. So did you sound a clear alarm? You came to confuse us. Every single thing we do in church has scriptural base. You are surprised that it is in the Bible. (laughs) Yeah. You have to be clear in what you are saying. Every single information, the time, P.M., A.M., morning, evening. I shouldn't be confused when you have left the pulpit for me to ask somebody, eh, what is No, it must be a clear sound. We will come to that. Now, what is the purpose of the announcer? Number one. The first one is that you are to inform the congregation. Inform. You are informing the congregation. So you are not here to confuse the congregation. You are here to inform. Charles, give us the definition of to inform. What does it mean to inform? Whilst he looks for it. What I understand is that to confer an information from one point to someone for an action to be taken. I have not looked at the dictionary definitely, but I'm saying it from my mind. So the president will say, there's a lockdown. He's giving us an information from one point to us for an, an action to be taken. And it must be clear. So the announcer is to inform us. Number two, the announcer is to transmit Information. You are transmitting information. Transmit. So the information is not for you. The electric wires we see are transmitting information. Hey, electricity power. The power is not for them. The power is for the consumers. So the information is not for you. So you must do all you can to give us good transmission, not doom so announcement. Are you here? Number three, you are to reveal activities of the church to the congregation. What activities are going on in the church? Activities in the church. We have to know. So don't confuse us. Online prayer, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Teaching service, 6.30 p.m. You are confusing us. So you are number one to do what? You are to give us information. 
Two, transmit information. Three, reveal activities going on in the church. So coming week. So you heard me emphasizing on the real activities that will go on this week. Commanding your week, 8 p.m., Zoom. Tuesday teaching service, 6.30 p.m. And Friday miracle at 6.30 p.m. Every other information is irrelevant. You have to sound, so to inform is to impart information to, or make aware of something, or to acquaint somebody, oneself, with knowledge of a subject. So you, you are here to let us be acquainted with a particular information. A particular subject. Greater words, greater words, greater words. It's a subject. Are you following me? The fourth one is to update the congregant. Update. So they will have an information, but you have, you have come to update them. Okay, so now, um, all online services have come to an end. No prayers online. We are back to in-person services. You are updating us of activities. Any other outcome of your activity on the pulpit is irrelevant. <laughs> you are not here to incite us. You are not here to preach. You are not here to do comedy. You are here to inform the congregation. You are here to transmit information. You are here to give us activities that are happening in the church for that one week or upcoming activity. And the fourth one, to update us. What we are doing, are we changing it? Double services resume this Sunday. Time. You have to let us know. And it must be clear. You shouldn't finish and somebody's asking. So, double services resume. First service, which is the gospel service, starts at 7 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. The wedding pass service that starts at 9.30 a.m. and ends at 11 a.m. You have updated us. We have shifted from yellow church or yellow services and joint services and we are back to what? Double services. That is what? An updating. You have given us an update. Please, are you following? Who is an announcer? <laughs> Who is an announcer? Who is an announcer? One day, my father was preaching at a church workers meeting and he said the reason why he doesn't do announcement at the end of the service is that the announcers don't come early and when they come they come and announce services they don't come that is why he doesn't do announcement at the end of it that's why we don't call you MC you are not MC. You come to give us announcement. So, who is an announcer? An announcer 
is a church member. For that matter, a Christian. A, a disciple. is a church member who has been selected to do a part of what the pastor should have done in a service. So it's a church member who has been selected. So first, the person is a church member. Church member selected to do what the pastor should have done. That, that statement puts you in a very, you understand, divine. <laughs> that means you are wearing the shoes of the pastor at that moment. That is the announcer. Any questions so far? Bene. You've done an announcement, but now it has it has changed. We've not got it anywhere. It's a heavy, it's not a light tax. It's like your ear. You see, your ear, you never feel your ear. You can feel your arms. You can feel your eyes. You can feel your mouth, you can feel your tongue, you can feel your legs. I like, don't feel your ears. Wait till you didn't have an ear. So as much as you feel like it's just a short period, you are going up there and coming down, it's very important. You don't feel your kidneys. But wait till you don't have kidneys. Then you understand. So the announcer is who? A church member who has been what? Selected to do what? What the pastor should have done for the congregation. Number two definition of an announcer. The announcer is a church member who gets the opportunity to stand in the shoes of the pastor to inform the congregation on specific and special events in the church. He is a church member who gets the opportunity to stand in the shoes of the pastor to inform the congregation on specific and special events in the church. So he gets the opportunity to stand in the shoes of the pastor to do what? Inform. You, you, you remember the rules of the, the announcer, the first one, to inform. On specific event, specific. So you must be clear on the information you are giving to the people. Specific event happening in the church. That is the announcer. That is that is your main work. The third definition, which is quite simple, the announcer therefore is a church worker and a minister of God. So you are. A church member who have become a church worker and now a what? 
a minister of God. A minister simply means servant. So ministry is seven or service or servanthood. So you are you were a church member, you came quietly, even you were doubting whether you were a member, you came at I'm visiting, I'm a visitor, you came three Sundays, you say, Oh now I'm a member. Today somebody came to church, he said he was coming to church before the lockdown. Then he traveled, then he came back. But when he, was, he came, he came as visitor, visitor. But now that he's back, he has decided to be a church member. So, from church membership, you become a church worker. Then, you metamorphose to become a minister. Do you understand? So, you are not just an announcer. You are, it's, it's like the charisma they are dancing, but it's not that they are, they are. They are not just dancing. They are ministering. Okay. So let's go over who an announcer is. What do you have on your paper? Somebody should read the first one. Okay. Somebody should tell us the second one. So, who gets the opportunity, not the right? So, being an announcer no, is a privilege for you to climb my pulpit. <laughs> for you to stand before God's people is a privilege and not a right. So it's an opportunity God has given you to do what? Mm-hmm. Yes, to inform the congregation of specific and special events in the church. And the announcer, therefore, is what? A church worker and a minister of God. Divine, are you okay? Not everyone in the church can do announcements. Not everyone. Not everyone has the capacity to do announcements. Not everyone has the flair to do announcements. So we, we keep recycling the team. When you do it one, two, three, we are watching you and we realize that you are a square in a round hole, we relocate you. Not that you are a bad servant, but you are not fit. You don't fit in that role. If you put me to come and dance for charismata, you have worried me. I'll just be jumping inside and throwing my leg. That's a dance I know. But you put somebody there, you would dance. So when you even if you have a headache, it will go by watching the person. So we not everybody, the fact that you speak good English doesn't mean that you can be a good announcer. 
Because the trumpet must be sound with a clear sound. This is why the windows are closed. The place is too warm. If you have closed the window, you have to give us a condition. Open it for us. Not everyone in church can do announcement. What must be the goal or mission of the announcer? So the goal or the mission of the announcer. The goal or the mission of the announcer. Number one. To give a clear announcement. So the goal, the first one is a clear, the characteristics of the announcement you are coming to give. It should be clear. Clear. Charles, give us the meaning of clear. Clear. No ambiguities. No dust. No blurredness. It should be a clear information. Number two. Accurate. Hmm. The information you are bringing to us must be accurate. Charles, be fast. You have to give us accurate too. You have to give us the next one too. So let's do the clear. He said, and if the one who plays the bugger does not sound a clear sound, a clear call, clear. Clear and accurate announcement. Don't be giving announcement for me to be sending message to David or Roland. Hey, that is it. What time is this? No, 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 no. It should be clear. Hey. Professor Charles, please, we are not writing thesis here. (laughs) So, free from clouds, mist, or haze, a clear day. Number two, not obscured or darkened, bright, clear daylight, a clear yellow, easily seen through, transparent, clear water. Free from flaw, blemish, or impurity. So at least you are getting it clear. Number two, accurate. Give me synonyms, eh? We, we can do that better. Synonyms of accurate. Number three, it must be precise. Not plenty talking. Not drama. Not, not exaggeration. Precise. Clear, accurate, precise. Don't add on and let it look manya. Then we don't know what we are focusing on, whether your joke or the information. An announcer must sound a clear call. Clear, accurate, precise. Number four, audible. Don't talk in your nose. Audible. We should be able to hear you. 
Becky, you read too fast. Then we are lost. Whether we have just visited Queen Elizabeth. Or, I don't know. We'll just be lost. It must be audible. Clear. Clear, accurate, precise, audible. Number five. Relevant. Relevant information. Relevant information. I was waiting to see whether in your announcement today you say greater west, greater west, greater west, greater west. But it didn't come. It's good. <laughs> like we are sitting there, no, greater west, greater west. It must be relevant. So, synonym of clear. Obvious, evident, plain, apparent, clear, crystal. As clear as crystal. Unmistakable. Indisputable. Incontrovertible. Irrefutable. So, move to the next one. Accurate, precise, audible, and relevant. The next point is that it should be ear-catching. Ear-catching. It means even what goes into the grammar is very important. The wedding, not the W-E-D-D-O, please. The word in. W-O-R-D-I-N-G. It must be ear-catching. Do you understand that one? It must be, it should be able to grip people in their ear. And the last one is it must be eye-catching. Eye-catching. These are the characteristics of the information an announcer should bring to us. Number one, clear. Number two, accurate. Number three, precise. Number four, audible. Number five, relevant. Number six, ear-catching. Number seven, eye-catching. Hello? So don't come and stand here and speak as though you are talking to yourself. It must be clear. It must be accurate. It must be precise. It must be audible. It must be relevant. It must be ear-catching and eye-catching. Amen. Amen. Your ministry is directed towards boosting the participation of church members in church activities. That is all that that is all that is about your ministry as an announcer. To boost the participation of church members in church activities and events. Now, listen to this statement I put in the training notes. I said, it will be suicidal to joke with this calling 
to announce the good tidings of the Lord to his people. Yeah. Your, your ministry is that you are announcing good tidings of the Lord to his people. For you to joke with it is dangerous. For you to joke with the good tidings that God has for his people, like Jonah. God gave a message to Jonah. Go to Nineveh. So precise, marked by exactness and accuracy of expression of detail. So go to Nineveh. Go and preach to them. Let them change. Jonah did not go. He wanted another message. He wanted God to kill all of them because they were the enemies of God. In fact, Nineveh was one of the strongest towns for the Assyrians. They built their armies from Nineveh against God's people. So Jonah didn't want to go. Jonah wanted them to continue to sin, disobey God, and God to kill them. So he didn't want to go. And it was almost suicidal for him. He nearly died, but for his cry in the belly of the fish. So as an announcer, you must come prepared to declare the exact good tidings that God has for his people. How should an announcer prepare for his or her Sunday ministration? Are we following? Okay, so let me hear from you. How do you think an announcer should prepare? Most of the people who do the announcement, I, I am tempted to believe that they prepare less in the morning. Let me tell you how I prepare as a preacher. On Saturday, after 4 p.m., I shut myself in. Whether I'm outside or not, I just shut myself in myself. Any other matter doesn't worry me. All my mind is on a Sunday service. I go to sleep without checking unnecessary WhatsApps. Because by chance, somebody will send me a message. Pastor, my. <laughs> so, I don't. <laughs> I don't discuss anything. I wake up and everything is church. Church, how I'll preach, what I will say first, where I will sing it, I have to sing, what I must not do is church. So when I come to church, I hardly talk to anybody. I hardly greet. And if you don't greet me, I don't really mind. I'm okay. Until I finish preaching, So, you have to prepare every message I preach is written. Every sentence is written down. What I'll preach next week is ready. What I'll preach next two weeks is ready. What I'll preach next three weeks is ready. What we will be preaching on Tuesday teaching services are ready. So, as an announcer, you need to prepare to come and minister. So, how does an announcer prepare to minister. Let's look at the scripture. Very interesting. Second Samuel chapter 18, 
verse 21 to 33. A very soft version. Thank you. Please follow the reading. Then he said to his Ethiopian slave, Go and tell the king. So this was after Absalom was killed. Somebody must go and tell the king that his son is dead. It's the work of what? An an announcer. So, then he said to his Ethiopian slave, slave, go and tell the king what you have seen. The slave bowed and ran off. Ahimaaz insisted, I don't care what happens. Please let me take the news also. So the rightful person has been sent to. And Ahimaaz was a man who was very fast at running. He was known to be the one who had been sending good tidings to the king. But this time, it was not his time. This time, he was not prepared. This time, he was not well equipped. So let's follow the story. Why do you want to do it, my son? Joab asked. You will get no reward for it. Whatever happens, Ahima said again, I want to go. Then go, Joab said. So Ahimaaz ran off down the road through the Jordan Valley and soon he passed the slave. <laughs> he was swift. David was sitting in the space between the inner and the outer gates of the city. The lookout went up to the top of the wall and stood on the roof of the gateway. He looked out and saw a man running alone. He called down and told the king, King, that's the watchman. The watch, every, you see when you're going to Jamestown, there's a tall lighthouse. Every palace had that. So they see ahead. So when there's danger coming, they inform the king. And told the king, and the king said, if he is alone, he is bringing good tidings or good news. The runner kept running closer. Then the lookout saw another man running alone. And he called down to the gatekeeper. Look, there's another man running. The king answered, this one also is bringing good news. You see, normally they said that when one person is running towards the palace, it's a good news of victory. But when they are a lot, it's like a bad news for the kingdom. So that's why he said, oh, if he's alone, he's coming with what? A good news. The lookout said, I can see that the first man runs like Ahimaaz. That means they know him. You can become so familiar with what you do that one day you perform or minister and it doesn't make sense. It will be irrelevant. It will be inaccurate. It will not be clear. It will not be precise. It will not be audible. It will, be, it will not be ear-cutting. You will see that all the information I must brought in, it is without the seven. And then the information, the Kushite, that is the Ethiopian slave, 
the old King James say, Kushite. <laughs> that one, that, when I'm preaching, I'll use that one. This one I'm training. <laughs> this one I'm training, so we use Ethiopian slave. Look out, sir. The lookout said, I can see that the first man runs like Ahimaaz. He's a good man, the king said, and he is bringing good news. Ahimaaz called out a greeting to the king, threw himself down to the ground before him. Drama. You are an announcer, not a dramatic person. He was doing all this. At the end of the day, he had, he had nothing to say. You see, he had nothing to say. So you come, give the Lord a shout, shout, lift up the shout, 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 shout. Sit down. Now, give announcement. And the 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 PV the PVV are meeting on the 12th of June. Oh no, um, 13th. Look, look, what you should do, no, you are you are messing up. What you shouldn't have done. That's what you made. He came bowing down and said, "Praise the Lord, your Father. Praise the Lord, your God." Who has given you victory over the men who rebelled against your majesty? Is the young man Absalom all right? Now listen to the answer. The king asked. Ahimaaz answered, Sir, when your officer Joab sent me, I saw a great commotion, but I couldn't tell what it was. So why are you running to the king's palace? I'm sure you have read this scripture. You didn't see it like this. Because you didn't see your ministry inside. You saw another, this thing be there. It's a revi. But this one, it is you. <laughs> he ran to the palace. Why do you come and stand on the pulpit when you don't have anything to say? When you don't have a clear information? When you don't have an accurate information? When you don't have a precise information, when you don't have an audible or relevant information, I saw a commotion when your servant job was sending me, but I actually don't know what has happened. Really? Stand over there. Give me the message version of this verse, then we'll go back to GNT. I'm sure it will be very interesting. The king said, step aside and stand over there. <laughs> you are irrelevant for today. No show for you. Stand, stand. Step aside. NLT. Wait here. NIV. The king said, stand aside and wait here. And he stepped aside and stood there. <laughs> Old King James. Bible, more Bible. And the king said unto him, Turn aside and stand here. And he turned aside and stood there. Amplified. And the king told him, Turn aside and stand here. And he turned aside and stood there. Go back to GNT. Let's move on. Quick. Then the Ethiopian slave arrived and said to the king, I have good news for your majesty. Today, the Lord has given you victory over all who rebelled against you. Now, go ahead. 
Is the young man Absalom all right? The king asked. The slave answered, I wish that what has happened to him would happen to all your enemies, sir, and to all who rebelled against you. That means that the man, is dead. He knew what he was saying. Precise, accurate, clear, concise, ear-catching, eye-catching, and relevant information. Audible. Are you here with me? And the king cried, blah, blah, blah. Ahimaaz, I go back to my notes. Ahimaaz was a good man and normally carried relevant information to the king. But this time, he had an information that was very irrelevant and useless to the king. The Kushite carried the relevant information. You can come and stand here and read your information to the church without it being relevant to us. And sometimes you have done that. It's not relevant to us at the moment. Your information from the altar must be relevant to us. Must be a blessing to us. Must give us a clear-cut direction where the church is going and what activity is going on. He was asked to step aside by the king. If you become an irrelevant information announcer, very soon the king will ask you to step aside. <laughs> so I can come and say from this time, I've seen that we've given you so many chances. You are just not able to do a clear, accurate, precise, audible Relevant, ear-catching, eye-catching information. We will change your department. And that is what the king says. Step aside and stand here. Let's wait for what the Kushite is bringing. And the king has the power. The pastor has the power. The leader has the power to ask you to step aside. Don't be like Ahimaaz. Else you'll be asked to step aside. Tell somebody, don't be a, like an Ahimaaz. Else, else you'll be asked to step aside. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap offering. <laughs> Am I blessing you? Powerful. Now, so we're talking about how the announcer should prepare. Number one, read through your announcement thoroughly on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday morning. Read through your announcement. Read through your announcement. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday morning before you come to church. Be accustomed with the words. Know the information you have come to convey. Watch out for errors in it and find out from either David or Roland. Get the details correct. 
whoever coordinates the information. When you read it, you should be able to. I sent an information to Becky during the week, last week. And she saw an error and she didn't communicate to me. And we all made an error. You remember? You are now thinking, yes. When you saw the error, you should have informed me. I was leading prayer the last day and I thought I was leading a day before. And I didn't go to work. I've dressed. So as I was driving to Calvary, then I remembered that the date is 40th day or 40 days of power. So when you are reading the announcement, you see the mistake. Contact David or Roland and get clarity. Don't assume. I must go there. What has happened? Oh, they sent me, but <laughs> I heard a noise, but I don't know what is happening. Number two, how to prepare. Identify irrelevant informations and take them out. Take out irrelevant information. Take out irrelevant because your, your work is to give us what? Relevant information. The vice versa. Add relevant information when they are absent. Number two, number three. Modify items that need to be modified. So as I'm telling you, it doesn't mean that you have the power to change it without confirmation. You, when you identify what must be modified, you communicate so that we can all be on the same page. Number four, spend time to pray to God for an excellent spirit in your ministration on the Sunday. Spend time to pray to God in the morning for an excellent spirit to minister. That, that five minutes or that three minutes you are on the pulpit must reveal the glory of God. Number four. Number five. Rehearse your announcement in your room and be accustomed with the words in the announcement. Rehearse it. When I was leading prayer, each of the days I lead prayer on 40 days of power, I rehearsed my prayer. All I typed, and I rehearsed it. Father, we bless you. We are thanking God for this. We are glorifying you. We proclaim you are king of kings. You are lord of lords, the giver of life. I time myself. Because every topic must come with five minutes. So in six topics, you should have done 30 minutes. So you time yourself to know the pace you must go how clear you are so that you finish in time. Are you following me? This is, if, if you realize, most of you don't go by this. That's why you are not able to finish in time. You do eight minutes for announcement. It's not beneficial to the service. If you are doing one hour, 30 minutes, and you alone, you take eight minutes. What a prayer time. What a praise and worship. And you alone, you take eight minutes. By Jabo. We should bring a uh, palanquin for you and you are there. 
Then you are there. Eight minutes. Why? So rehearse. Read over and over and over and over, over the announcement, over your exhortation. Know what you are coming to say. Memorize the scripture in your head. You use only two verses or three verses or one verse. Use the opportunity to build your spiritual life. Memorize it. Carry along a ready mind into the service. Let your mind be ready. Don't allow the events of the previous day or the week to eat you up. Come ready. Come ready. Come excited. Come in an excited spirit to the stage. Walk majestically. Walk joyfully. Have energy. Don't climb steps like an 80-year-old woman. There must be energy in your movement. Excitement. Why do you are holding microphone? Why do you want to get here before you start talking? Do you know what happens during the 40 days of power? When the person is ending, you will not know. You will not notice. Because it doesn't break. What happens is when the person is ending, wherever you are, you are with the mic, you start. So you see that it normally says, give God praise, thank God, thank God, lift up your voice and give him praise for the last session. You are coming on stage, so you are coming. Thank God, we give him praise. God, we thank you. We, but you see the banner on the screen, 40 days of but somebody is talking. So whilst you are here, and they are ending, they, are, they saw you coming. Oh, hallelujah, praise God. So, the three minutes, three seconds that you would have spent here, you use it to say something. Come on, exclaim, give God praise, give God a clap. What a day, somebody, you are going to live here with a blessing that will leave you in another realm. I see a change coming to you, hallelujah. Give God praise as we welcome each other with a song. What you use 15 seconds, I've done 7 seconds. Or you have a scripture. You should baba it. So whilst you are there, clap your hands, all you people, and give the Lord a shout. What a day to be in church. What a morning. What a praise and worship. Come on, lift your right hand. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Can't you feel the anointing? <laughs> no, I'll not illustrate. It's okay. <laughs> hey! But it's good. You see, I didn't train you people, so it's good. It, 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 it gave me all the chance to see all the... And I'll advise you, I'll recommend... You to watch Winner's Chapel. 
the way the, the MC comes. And the words. The scripture is made up of photocopied words. God has no word again. To go and watch how they transition the words they use. So take it Your glory will manifest today. This is the day the Lord has made. Somebody, if your hands are yours and you want to glorify God, go ahead, go ahead, give him praise. Give him praise. Be excited. God is here. Don't say, oh, you are not clapping. One day will be cancer. Oh. And it is the first time. You are shocked. You are like, hey, Charlie, this is the big bad now. Oh, I say, oh, you are not She was shocked. I'm sure when she was going back, her back was heavy. She felt like everybody was looking at her. Yeah. Oh, you are not excited to be in church. Who told you you are not excited? Like, 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 will we come to church? You see, you don't know what somebody came to church with. But now the boy are born. Or, or back for revival. <laughs> the, the boy are born, and now the wife are born. I bet his name would And then I tell you, oh, you are not crabby. You are not, you. <laughs> so, God is helping you Become an excellent announcer in Jesus' name. Now, you are communicating with people. Those of you who are counseled for your marriage, you know how powerful communication and the component you remember. So you tell us. Let me see whether you still remember. You, at least, I still trust 70%. Yeah. 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 So the communication is very important. It's non-verbal, verbal, and then um, tone. Yes. It's divided into three. Tonation, non-verbal, and verbal. Okay. The Tonation, the non-verbal, the tonation is about 7% and all that. The verb, no, the verbal, the verbal is about 7. The impact of the verbal is about 7%. Yes, that is it. 7%. Only 7%. The tonation is about 30 something percent. And the non verbal expression is 60 something percent. So if you come and you are moody, 
We beg. We came to church with headache too. Don't come and add yours. <laughs> People like Jesus said we should come unto him. All ye that are heavy laden. And you give us rest. We have come to him to lay our bed. Don't add yours. We don't need your burden. We don't need your annoyance. Obi Ojiji Obi, you keep your punishment. Keep it with Shiana on their man. But Yaba Asore, you must live light. So you have to come cheerful. Your communication, the tone. They are different. You can say, come. Come. Come! They mean two different, you know. Come. Come. Oh, come. Oh, come. Come! If you're a child, you know what will happen. A bebo. But, oh, come. They are the same words. So, your, 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 you have to read on communication. There are a lot of books on public speaking. You have to read it. So that you can communicate well. Are you here? Your English cry no. You shouldn't read like I will read. Me, I'm a preacher. So you don't say crash. I'll say cross. Say cross. Clap your hands and say we cross. It makes us feel anointed. But you anoint, announcing. Come and stand here. <laughs> we are meeting all singles. Are meeting pastor to crush all demonic. No. He must use nice. How's it? And the couple. You don't say couple. Couple. See, you are you are different. <laughs> Come and do yourself charismatic preacher. You are an announcer. Are you here? Okay. Are we doing something good to ourselves today? Now, this, you are communicating to people. So you keep those three things in mind. The verba, the non-verba, and the tonation. Now, you are communicating to people, and these are God's people. And people he has purchased with his blood. No matter how they look, no matter how they smell, they are purchased souls by the blood of Jesus. High level of respect. When you stand on the altar, See everybody as a king. Talk to everybody like you may talk to Tunfo or the president. See us as a royal priesthood. So you talk with dignity in your mind and your heart towards the people. It will determine your choice of words, your posture. With this in mind, you must posture yourself in the most honorable and respectful way. How many of you will want to be talking to people who don't want to look at your face? No eye contact. You are just reading. Treasy. And Golda and Bennett, sometimes you read. You are just reading. If you are conversant with the words, you will see that though you look, Somewhere in the middle, you look at the people. So you see that when I'm declaring the fruitfulness declaration, 
All I need is the first word. And sometimes I don't even need it because I'm becoming used to it. If you are reading announcement to people and all the five minutes, your head is in the pulpit, it means you did not prepare for your only five minutes. Adam, what was that? Five minutes! You are reading your masters. You can't study five minutes. You have read your master five minutes. Becky, lawyer. Five minutes. Your contrary exams are you deep about three pages. You need what to start and what to end. So we don't talk. <laughs> minutes. I want to see an improved announcing ministry. Yeah. Take it personal. You are not the one going to preach. You don't have 40 minutes or 50 minutes. Five. So now you, you, you realize why I'm always making inputs in. Because there are a lot of Manholes in your. <laughs> you must be indecent, smart, and elegant apparels. Decent. Yeah, last week I quoted the scripture. Can you take me to Second Chronicles chapter twenty? Let's start from verse ten and let me see. There was a prescribed uniform. Rope. For the crisis to wear. You remember? Yeah. So you must, look, you must look good. Good. If you dress like Mary, mother of Jesus, I don't like. You must look elegant, smart, and sharp, but decent. No revealing. Too much flesh. Else your communication will not be clear. Somebody will be seeing you hoozy hoozy hoozy. But you hope that until new shall or shall hoozy hoozy. You came to cause commotion. You are giving a bad sound from the trumpet. <laughs> Have you seen the apparel? Look for it. It's in, it's in one of the verses. Jehoshaphat ordered them to bring the robes they wear in the temple. So you must look elegant. Have a bright face, good hair. Look sharp. And be decent. Don't have too much flesh exposing. We had one or two ones and I had to give some instructions. Yeah. And the ladies watch your pant lines and your beads. You confuse us. We are young men in the church. Young blood, hot. Somebody will see your bead line. For 20 days, he will start planning for you. 
He will have a scheme of plan. Yeah. So please. You know how you do it, so do it like that. If you want people to see, you people know how you do it. If you don't want anybody, you know how you do it like that. (laughs) Mosre. Looks smart, elegant, but decent. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. Look at how great how is the way the girl was approaching. I wish I would run to the altar and then clap for her. I couldn't. So beautiful. Excellence. Excellence is cultivated deliberately. Intentional. Amen. You see, don't wear those flare dresses and when you are climbing, the wind will just raise. Hey. I feel that we don't know. People just look down. <laughs> they don't know whether they should raise their head. Just down. Amen. 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 I'm talking about the announcer. When she's talking, everybody's looking. Amen. Amen. Because when they raise their head, calamity. <laughs> so please be decent. And the guys to make sure you have dressed well. You have not dressed like Topio Joe or Otofista. You know Topio Joe. And you raise that thing up. No. You have to be decent. Ideally, we want you in your suits. The guys. And Mr. Bamford did that excellently. In your suit. One day I was, when I was, I'm up bearing Pastor Kujo. That was the day I ever, I never dreamt of wearing just African wear. I wore an African wear. Powerful. So pastor had come. You see, when, when your pastor comes, there must be an armor bearer waiting. Pastor should I'll be meeting the armor bearers. There must be an armor bearer waiting. <laughs> if you say you are an armor bearer, you must be waiting for the car to come. So when he came and I want to take his thing, he opened the door, he was going to give it, and he pulled the iPad. He looked at me. What is this? Go and go and change and come back. Charlie. Then he closed the door. I became a fool. Go back, work. I went to my change. I wore suit. When I came back, I couldn't come and sit there. I was afraid. Then he saw me sitting on the top. Hey, Prince, calm down, calm down, come and sit here. <laughs> From that day, African wear, church. Unless it's boo boo or captain. Like, no, no, no. Suit. Suit, you are safe. If the shirt is torn, cry, you won't see. You have just worn it. Safe. So please wear your decent dress. And a well kept hair. Well presented face. Makeup and look good. 
Don't come raw face. No. Make up. Eddie, what has happened that you want to look like? No, make up. Be smart. Amen. Keep an eye contact with the people you are talking to. It shows respect. But make sure you don't get confused. You must have gone through over and over your announcement that will keep you sharp. Speak like a king or a queen speaking to other kings and queens. Speak like a king or a queen speaking to other kings or queens. Avoid unnecessary hallelujahs. Some of the announcers, they like hallelujah too much. Everything hallelujah. Everything, every statement hallelujah, please. You are not preaching, you are announcing. Okay. Start your comment with either a please, kindly, when you are going to give an instruction to the people. So when it's an instruction, kindly, please. And I think that one, you do it well. Trizy does it well. Yes. And also, you must have a scripture of, of praise in your mouth. While, whilst you are coming, you have to quote it. Eh, some of you are reading it, but quote it. <laughs> you may not need to say some, something, something, but quote the scripture. Oh, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with the voice of trial. Let everything that has breath praise the name of the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Is somebody here who can testify of God's benefits in his life? If I have a witness, celebrate God with a clap and a shout. We welcome each other with our song. For that song won't stop. We will sing and sing and sing and sing. Wherever you go, when they start singing, no, oh, I miss my church. Okay? Now, offerings. So, you, 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 if you know what you are doing on the stage, I thank God that today Sebastian illustrated it. Within three to five minutes, eh, you are done. <laughs> yeah, dress precise, clear, accurate, precise, audible. Eh, I've done announcement before at Calvary. Eh, I've done, I've ushered before. I've armored before. I've done drama. I've done choir. The only area I didn't go was instrument and sound. Protocol, car park, intercessor. So what I'm telling, I've done some before. So if you know what you are doing, three to five minutes. We've five minutes cram back. You are done. That song keeps like one hour, one minute, one and a half minutes. After that, you are going straight to your announcement. And you are speaking as a king and a queen. So you are not... No. You are giving us information. Okay. So now offerings, the last part, and I'm done. 
I have another meeting. I'm even late. Offerings. Your exhortation does not stir up people. For that one, Becky does, I think, above the average of all of you. Let's clap for it. sometimes your testimonies can be too long and irrelevant to us. Okay? It is not our testimonies that stirs people to give. It's the word of God. (laughs) So until you share the exhortation from the word, your testimony is irrelevant. Today, Trizy shared a testimony, but she read the scripture before you shared. Or you didn't. You, too, you followed your big sister. It is not your testimony we need. It is what Papa has assured us in his word concerning giving. So without your testimony, we shouldn't give. If even for 20 years, nobody gets a testimony in this house, the word of God is still truth and sure. We need the, the word of God. Please, which of you doesn't have the total Bell's book on tithing, offering, and all that? First fruit. Let me see. You all have it. Who has finished reading? You see your life. <laughs> no wonder more Bob can. You don't, you don't exhort the people to give. You must exhort to stir them up to give. And that book, eh? That book, I'll be working on it from next year. My first time, I just six months. Until we become a giving church. So one day you come to church, your parents are driving your car, they package you. They say they are come to show you. <laughs> they are hamper. Hamper said, come and carry you. Come and they open a human business. They say, This is our donation to the church. <laughs> your your exhortation. Is poor. It affects our offerings. People come to church with money. They come to church. People have money. Don't deceive yourself. They have money. But they give to a cause. People give to a cause. People give when they are motivated. So please, don't take that part. Sometimes... Your worst crano is like you are making it optional. First and second offering is not optional. You must not appear before God empty-handed. How do we run the church with air conditions? How do we run the church with good sound that is vibrating like you are in a studio? How do we build? How do we pay bills? So the little, little, little we all bring together 
is what we used to run the church. Angels don't come and give us money. So that time, and I think you should use one minute for that. 60 seconds. So you have to prepare. Know what you are saying. So if you take the book, you can write verbatim and meditate on it. So please take offerings here. Don't say eh, you can you you can give. No, they, not that they can. They must give. The Momo number is on the screen for you to give your offering. <laughs> it's different from you can give. It's English. The first one is very optional. The second one is not an instruction, but it's a perfect suggestion. (laughs) You are expected to give. So all we are giving you is the avenue you should give. If you say you can give, that means, no, he must. Everybody is giving something. To get something. Why is it that when he gets to church alone, we let it look like? The pastor doesn't carry the offering to, the, to his house. If I was doing that, like, now you see me in Ghana. I'll be in Colombo, Ohio. And when I get there, I'll call, I'll call David that, oh, the Lord has spoken to me clearly, expressly, that this is my Kinala. Yeah, clear, accurate, precise, relevant. Eye-catching. <laughs> it's an eye-catching message. Nyame kasa Achimeliwa. So the Lord be with all of you. Labor, labor, labor. When I get some dollars, I'll be sending so please most times you guys are too flat you don't say anything new look at how Pastor Kujo gave the exhortation a seed of opportunity the Reverend Dixon came with what create space you're offering create space for God to rain his blessing and prophet Eric came with your seed can cancel a generational curse your seed can provoke a blessing. But you have to give me scripture and exhort. Scripture and exhort. That, that's why I told you you are a church member and what? Yeah. Church member, church worker, and a minister of God. Hallelujah. God can work the miracle at the announcement side of the service. Somebody will be motivated to give. And that will cause him to receive because the principle of giving and receiving will be activated. So please don't joke with this at all. Don't tell people you can give. Now, the last scripture we are done. Exodus chapter 36. Softer version, Charles. 
Hey, Charles, you can you have to go to Bible school. I heard clearly in my left ear. Suffer, Charles. Right now, at the bar, very clear. Until the next week, be home in the Ankasa. Why? Bezalel, Oholia, and all the other workers to whom the Lord has given skill. So you see. <laughs> and understanding. Not just the skill. Understanding. So understand your calling. Who know how to make everything needed to build the sacred tent? Are to make everything just as the Lord has commanded. Two. Moses called Bezalel and Oholiab and all the other skilled men to whom the Lord had given ability and who were willing to help. And Moses told them to start working. They received from him all the offerings which the Israelites had brought for constructing the sacred tent. See, these are human beings who slaves who just came out from slavery. But look at when Moses spoke to them. They gave offerings uh, to Moses had to start begging them. Charlie, but you keep it for your children. So it means that a man can stand here and speak to the people of God for them to give to a cause. But the people of Israel continue to bring Moses their offerings every morning. May you enter into that realm. Yeah. May you give God an offering every morning. Yeah, you have your mobile number. And this is something you can chip in your announcement. If you have this scripture. Then he said, then the skilled men who were doing the work went and told Moses, the people are bringing more than is needed for the work which the Lord commanded to be done. So Moses sent a command throughout the camp, not a message, a command, that no one was to make any further. He God bring us into that realm. We are doing the opposite. Yeah, 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 You are not pastor, so you, I'll keep it. <clears throat> Nobody was to make any further contribution. Hey, this COVID nineteen, which pastor can say this one? Oh, can come from back now? Go can we? So the people did not bring any more. Any though they had the passion, they did not bring because they have been commanded. Amen. Give the Lord a clap. Any question? Clarity in five minutes. Thank you. Pastor, during my first training, um, I asked a question that was it okay to communicate sometimes in the local language? No. Is intentional. 
If you communicate in local language to take their money, will you communicate in local language to preach? Don't start what you can't finish. You get it? Or you, you want to add something? And uh, why we don't? But have I? Have I huh? When you use uh, local language to take the money, you should be able to preach in local language. Me too. I am Doctor Tabelba. So, bravo. Okay, you wanted to ask something. Okay, um, by three for me, you should be done. Pastor, please, my question is on the time we receive the announcement. The time? Yes. Okay. Sometimes it comes like very late, like 10, 11, sometimes 12 midnight. It comes very late? Yes. On the Saturday? Yes, on Saturday. Okay. So what we have to do is that the basic ones, you have it. The basic ones, you have it. So be accustomed with the basic one. If there's any updates, the update will come in the evening. And normally it's the basic one you read. So sometimes I wonder why every day you look at the, the you know, you can do overhead. Teaching service, Tuesday teaching service, 6.30 p.m., Friday miracle hour, 6.30 p.m., morning devotions on Zoom, 5 a.m., pastor preaches on YFM, on Mondays, 5.30 a.m. Commanding your week, Sunday evening, 8 p.m. You are done. Then, if there are special announcements, ABC class continues between first and second service. All those who are not part should make sure that they are part of the class. Is the discipleship class meant to build our faith in the Lord. If you need help, kindly go to the protocol desk and they will give you further details. What again? Special program. Then you put it in. So when there's any update, when it comes, it's, a, it's, it's just a top up. You have mastered this one. Any more? So that's why you, we need a template down, which always comes Tuesday service miracle, our morning devotion. Um, commanding your week, YFM days, ABC class, those are always what we go by. Just in 40 seconds, 30 seconds, you should be able to say, like I just did. So let's, let's have a pattern of consistency. Okay. Okay, so we are done. Let's share a word of prayer. Oh, you have? No, I didn't take your suggestion. Do you have anything to add? Okay. I can't hear, you see. It's not clear. (laughs) Please, I was going to suggest that you do a video recording of the training so that in case you cannot physically meet, you can play it for the next video watch. They have the audio, so they will play for them. Okay. Uh-huh. 
So the, those announcers who are not here, they have to listen to it in the church. Not that they will take it home. They will sit like this and they play. If they don't listen to it, they will have to wait for the announcements to be done by you guys. Uh-huh. My suggestion was maybe we add some variety to the announcement. Okay. So it doesn't get too boring to the ear because okay. once you start hearing certain things the same way, it's too predictable. Just like we are varying the service now in terms of structure. Yes, so now somebody who thinks the service is going to extend to this time, the person will come and then we've already gone past the first stage. So the variety, maintenance here. Okay, so. Expansion. So if um, the, the formula for um, the announcement. Maybe two templates. So we use, we stick to a structure maybe for six months and then we vary again. So we come back to the old one. So that doesn't become monotonous to the ear. Hmm. This is the answer I'll give you. Consistency builds a system. Those events don't change. And it's better for it to be monotonous in people's ears for them to know than for you to vary it, vary it. When you're used to... You see, when you're driving to work, do you use different lanes? You, you know the lane that goes fast. <laughs> Why? Because you have been using that road. So me, when I'm driving, I just try to come on that lane. No matter how free this one is, I'll still be here. Because by experience, the person who come and pass you, you go and pass him cry. So consistency for the template, for me, is okay. There's always an add-on on every Sunday. So that will bring the variety. So let's stick to, they must give us a template. That is, those days when we're even adding the mission and the vision, we are a Bible-believing, charismatic church to raise. It was always, Dr. Tabel preached on radio. Has it changed When you hear, no, you know it's Dr. Tabel. That is the power of consistency. Peace FM have, has an announcement by Santo and Judas. They still use it. Do you understand? They are 12 o'clock beat. They did. They started it. The day they started PCFM, and no one and no use. Doreen Andos intro. The same thing. So it's something is what we call branding. But in this sense, we are talking about consistency for people. For it when you come to church, for I'm building it. So I've answered you. God bless you. So let's pray. Father, we give you praise. We thank you for this training. We pray that the spirit of excellence will manifest through our ministry as announcers that it will add up to what you are doing for the growth of the ministry and the church. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. We expect a better service. God bless you. 
The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.